Welcome back to The Evolution. My name is Jeff Bayless. You can follow me on Instagram at jeffbayless underscore. Today I want to talk to you about love. Well, you done done me and you bet I felt it. I tried to be chill, but you're so hot that I melted. I fell right through the cracks. Now I'm trying to get back. Before the cool done run out, I'll be giving it my best. This and nothing's gonna stop me but divine intervention. I reckon it's again my turn. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome in. Thanks for coming in for another episode. I appreciate every one of you, and I know you have a choice when you're spending your time. And, uh, you know, for those of you that get any value out of this, it would really mean a lot to me if you would share it with somebody that needs to hear it. Uh, you know, I don't do this for money or anything like that, man. I just uh, try to share some ideas, try to help people grow. and you know, have some meaningful conversations. Um, and sometimes that means it's just me. <laughs> sometimes it means I bring on some people with some really remarkable stories to share. Um, so I want to talk to you today about love. And I think uh, I'll, I'll share a little bit of my experience. Uh, but before I do that, I want to kind of dive into C.S. Lewis, uh, The Four Loves. And so, you know, he's a Christian uh, philosopher, I guess, um, is how you would describe that guy. Uh and this was, uh, it was kind of controversial, uh, this book, because he was talking about the frankness of sex and how, like, uh, you know, he openly talked about sex in, like, I think it was 1960, if I'm correct, or, you know, late 50s anyway. Uh, and so he had these four definitions of, of love, and the first one is like a, an empathy bond, right? It's like a liking of someone through fondness or familiarity, so like your family, uh, or just, you know, uh, affection, uh, affection because of familiarity, just from being around, right? Uh, it's usually built in or like ready-made, right? And then there's a friend bond, or it could be like your brother or your sister. I say that a lot uh, in my community. We say that a lot like, you know, hey, brother, you know, sister. Um, and so that's the philia, right? Uh, or, you know, someone like a friend. Uh, and then there's a romantic love, right? And so this sense of being in love or loving someone, and, and part, of the, part of that is sexuality, right? Like being sexually attracted to another uh, human being. Um, and then the last one is agape. And for those of you that are uh, spiritual or Christian or maybe not, I mean, I'm sure if you're Christian, you've heard of this, uh, it's, it's a Christian virtue that, uh, of the four loves, you know, it's only God that can have agape, right? Uh, and so he's full of charitable love, right? So it's patience, uh, you know, God is patient with you in your sins. Um, you know, God is unconditionally going to love you no matter what you do. There's a road to redemption. Um, and I think that agape is... It's, it's really, uh, it's the greatest of the four loves because that means no matter what, you're going to be loved, right? And so I think what happens with, you know, some of these definitions of love, and there are probably more out there, but, you know, a lot of time what we say is, you know, this, this love, uh, you know, I love triathlon. I love the Navy. I love uh, riding my bicycle, um, I love this book. This book changed my life. You know, I, I love this person so much. Uh, this person means a lot to me. I love my parents, right? Because 
they gave birth to me and, you know, put me out into the world, right? So it's like we have this uh, strange idea with love, and this is kind of a hard one to tackle, if I'm being honest. Uh, I, I could probably talk about love for for hours, um, but I guess, you know, uh, those of you that follow me, maybe you do follow uh, Rick Alexander, uh, and if you don't, you should. Uh, the Morning Coffee podcast is really uh, helping me explore some ideas myself. Uh, so uh, I interviewed him a few episodes back. You can check that out too. Uh, but anyway, Rick says, uh, love is an invitation to be your best self, right? And I think that's a really good way to say that uh, because from my experience in growing up without having that that feeling of deserving love, that feeling of that you know, I deserve to be loved, right? And, and I was raised Christian, you know, and I had, you know, parents that were uh, around. I, you know, I had a brother that I lived with until, you know, he went to college. Um, and, you know, those of you that listen to the memoir, like you'll kind of understand maybe why I feel or felt that way. Uh, and then I, I had two failed marriages uh, where, you know, I don't honestly know uh, how to articulate it uh, to a full extent, and that would probably take another two-hour episode to explain. Uh, but also, you know, those those individuals own their side, and I own my side, right? So I don't think I necessarily need to explore that conversation. Only to say that even in those two failed marriages, it only reaffirmed the fact that I didn't have a feeling of unconditional love, right? I didn't have a feeling of agape. I didn't have a feeling of that I deserve love to be more. Uh, to be more descriptive, right? And it was only when I had suicidal ideations of my life, I felt like I was in a pressure cooker, uh, you know, that my wife loved me unconditionally. Like everything was crumbling around me. Like literally my world was on fire. I just, like, <laughs> just like pour the gasoline, torch this thing up. Uh, everything you worked for is now crumbling. Uh, you know, I'm, you guys know the story, I'm sure. But what I'm saying is in that moment of extreme adversity and hardship and suffering and trauma and all these things coming to a head and then all the compounded trauma from, you know, my whole life and, you know, military experience that I don't talk about a whole lot publicly, uh, but just compounded trauma from childhood, two failed marriages, um, you know, my life and my career in the Navy, and then, you know, this life-changing event that caused my world to set on fire. And at this raw, very just low point in my life, this woman was still able to love me, which taught me something. It taught me that I deserve to be loved, right? It taught me that my life had a purpose. It taught me that even if, you know, there's no way to success without failure, right? And so... What I'm trying to share with you is that I say this all the time, mostly when I get interviewed, and I've never really shared it on this platform, but I, I would just like to encourage you, if you're thinking that you're not worthy of love, I, I want to challenge you that, yes, you are, because we all are. We're all worthy of love. You know, uh, even if you're not Christian and you don't want to look at it like, you know, God has agape for you, even still... It's hard when you're in that dark place. You don't feel like you're deserving of love, but there are people that love you. I promise you. 
And it may be one of these four loves, but it's still a love worth exploring. It's still a love worth having. It's still value, right? And so I think what I'm trying to get you to think about is that if I had earlier in my life understood that I was worthy of love, I probably would, well, you can never say where you would be in life, but I might have gotten there just a little bit sooner, you know? I wouldn't have worn so many masks. I wouldn't have projected so hard. Uh, I wouldn't have been as inauthentic, right? A lot. There's a lot of things that come from not knowing or not, even if you don't recognize it, like I, I would ask you to just think about it right now. Do, do you feel worthy of love? Think about it for a second. I think a lot of times we say, well, you know, my mom loves me. My animals love me. You know, my, my significant other loves me. But do you feel worthy of love? Do you love yourself? The easiest things to say are the hardest things to do. Do you love yourself? And if you feel worthy of love, then I think it's easier to love yourself. And then it's easier for others to love you. And then it's easier for you to love others. So I think, you know, like Rick said, you know, love is an invitation to be your best self, but I think it starts with you and then work outwards. And I think also what we're seeing is people are, you know, more often people will say, I love you. Uh, and some people think that's inauthentic or ingenuine, but I don't, you know, and I, I will say this, that, you know, at, at the end of every episode, I'll say I love you because if you love yourself and you understand that you have the deserve, you deserve love, then it's, it's very easy to share. So I love you guys and thanks for listening. So the evolution. No more, no more, it See